Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Thursday morning. Glad you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. It's Joel T's afternoon delight. It's as it's he's heading there. I am. If you, if you go to Strange Brew between 1 and 3 on any given weekday, Chances are better than 50-50 you will see Joel T. Coleman. And if you don't see me, chances are that he's they're already like 75% gone. or more that I was either just there or just left. Or yeah, or just heading there. Or just one heading of the two. there, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what we're saying. That, that's the Coleman window. Free autographs if you run into me. <laughs> I would be glad to so. sign. I hope they're free. <laughs> please, give, please devalue this thing for me by signing it, Joel. We'd give you a handshake and hug, but nowadays in the... Age of the pandemic. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's a thing. Are you, are you are you good to go? You vaccinated? I am actually waiting on my wife. Okay. I know that's kind of a weird thing. Maybe we we talked about that. Though. Yes. So yeah. Uh, well, anyway, she is. You don't have to wait on anybody at Strange Brew Coffeehouse. They wait on you there, and they do a fantastic job. The best service in town. The baristas, brewistas. I'm sorry. Always have your back up there, making those great drinks. Swing by there today. One of Starville's great local businesses. Maybe the maybe the top dog in all of them. The Alpha, if you would. The head of the table. That's Strange Brew Coffee House. You all right? <laughs> the head of the table. The, the head of the table. The tribal chief. I'm, I'm just picturing Shane coming out with this huge tat all the way down his arm. It's just it's just like giant coffee mug. <laughs> all the way down his arm. And his lawyer, whoever that is, you know, his advocate. Uh, College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com. That's where to shop for maroon and white merchandise. When you're looking to find something out of the biggest and best selection of MMSU merchandise in this state, or any other, you're going to go to College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. <coughs> Hope everybody had a great Cinco de Mayo. And I know if you went to Humble Taco, you certainly did. Fantastic uh, specials all day there. They had live music. I know the patio was jumping, jumping out there uh, on Cinco- on Wednesday night. And, of course, it's like that every day, though. The food. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, the most unique menu you've ever seen from a Mexican restaurant. Great drink specials all the time. Margaritas on tap, local beers, great wine list, and that patio, the maybe the biggest in Starkville. I haven't done the square footage. I, 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 I don't know, but I'm going to take their word for it. It's certainly one of the biggest. So take your time. Next time you're in Starkville, make sure Humble Taco is on your list of places to stop. Starkville's best and newest Mexican restaurant is Humble Taco. <coughs> Excuse me. I thought about something, by the way. That's go, dangerous. We'll go back to yesterday's show. You know, we, we recast Star Wars. Yes, we did. With MSU and Ole Miss beat writers. Mm-hmm. And we were the good guys. Yeah. So we were the rebels. We sure were. I mean. Funny how life works, huh? Such is life. I if I had you. thought about it and just cast you as Darth Vader right off the top, would you have questioned that? 
for a minute. Yeah, I, it like, would have taken a second. I'm like, to, we're not going to be the rebels. Yeah, but I'm not going to make Ben Garrett Luke Skywalker. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So he is whiny enough, though. I'll say that. Oh yeah, I, I could see that. I was going to go to Oxford for some power converters. <laughs> it could totally be him. Love you, Ben. Uh, I talked. I talked to Ben today. I talked to him because I was. I know his favorite wrestler is Daniel Bryan, who apparently is a free agent now. I saw that. Oh, we don't want to go to. We we better stop. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be four, tuning out. Forty minutes later. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some MSU sports. Let's start with baseball. Uh, we're gonna we we'll probably do this for the next couple of weeks. I guess. We're gonna look at these regional projections and sort of get an idea. I don't like D ones. I don't like it because state they've got state as the four seed. Southern Miss the two, Tulane the three, Jackson State the four. That's three teams states played this year. That seems unlikely. There's I can always... see some weird pairings this year, though, as they try to keep the whole I, I get keep everybody that, but, close to home thing. But look over here at well, let's look at it like this. Let's look at the Oxford Regional. They have Charlotte, Clemson, and Moorhead State. Now, I don't think State's going to get Charlotte because Charlotte's been in the hosting discussion. But that's three teams they haven't played. And you know, same thing at Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee has played Wright State, Virginia Tech, or Liberty. There's got to be a way. I don't think the whole point of, of, of some of these regionals is to let some you know the fans of different schools travel and things like that. And I understand you're trying to minimize that, but I, I just don't see them sending three schools that state has played this year to Starkville. I think that you could. Just Two, I would understand, but the third team is going to be a wild card. I, I just can't imagine that as they put this thing together this year with unique circumstances that they wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, I here's, mean, here's I, what I'm saying. I mean, I think it'd be simple enough to like swap whoever's going to Oxford to whoever's going to start. Yeah. you could probably do it that way. But it's it's just it's just, and I'm not saying this because you know Tulane beat Mississippi State or anything like that. But I am saying that. The three seed is usually a sort of a wild card. Now, I don't think it's going to be like Central Michigan was a few years ago. I don't think they're going to make somebody travel like that. But when you look around the other regionals and you see teams like uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is going to uh, to Vandy. Who's going to, to Arkansas? Uh, Baylor. I mean, it's, it's not that not that huge a difference between Starkville to, Fayette, or Fayetteville to Waco to Fayetteville, or Starkville to Waco. Um when you look at the Knoxville Regional, somebody like Liberty or, or Wright State, they have Miami going to Austin. That's that's a that's a long haul. Um, I, I just feel like th- th- that's not going to be the case. I don't I don't see those three teams in Starkville. I mean, probably not. I mean, it's <clears throat> these projections at this point anyway. Or I mean, it's so far away from. I, I, it's really not that far away. It's a week away, I guess. From. I mean, this is happening next week, right? Where they announce? Well, they'll no, announce, they're not re- announcing no, who goes. They're no. just announcing hosts. Right, but. Uh, I mean, we're several weeks away from figuring this thing out. That's going to change and shift. And, and at the end of the day, I think you'll be right. I don't think you'll have three teams here that that mm-hmm. were here. Mm-hmm. Um, just by sheer variety's sake, I don't think you will. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think that would be a hindrance this year. Okay. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not. They don't let me sit on the committee. No, they don't. They don't. They, don't. they should. They should. Starville is the, uh, f- the state's the four seed in the D1 projection. They are matched up with the Ruston Regional, uh, Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech's two seed is Louisville. So should you hate to see that? Like if you're a one seed and here comes Louisville here comes marching Louisville, into your who just beat Vanderbilt last night as we record, but that could set up a Lamonis versus McConnell super regional. The two guys said that they would never schedule each other. They've already played in the College World Series and now one of them has to play to go to Omaha. It, 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 
that would not be an emotional series for MSU people, right? It would just be about winning. For those two guys. For those two guys, it, it feel, I feel like it would be brutal. I feel like it would be really tough on them. So uh, so that's your, that's the D1 projection. Looking over at Baseball America, State's a peg down on there. Uh, that's uh, They're the five seed. Still paired with Ruston. Uh, five seed MSU with North Carolina State, Liberty, and Jackson State. North Carolina State's no joke. That's usually a year-in-year-out pretty good program. In the Ruston Regional, it's two. It's I'm sorry, Louisiana Tech, Pittsburgh, Tulane, and South Alabama. Pittsburgh's a tough two seed. I've seen them in some hosting projections uh, as you've gone. In case you're wondering, and I sort of am at this point because it feels like the forces are at play to make this happen. Ole Miss is the nine seed in the in the Baseball America. They are the ten seed in D1. There probably has not been a better opportunity for this than this year to match those two regionals up. And I don't know that's going to happen. If Ole Miss wins, Ole Miss has A&M, Georgia, and uh, Vanderbilt left. Not in that order. They play, They go to Georgia last week in the season. It, I don't know what they would have to do to drop down a couple. Maybe if they lost two series and State just took care of its business. There's an opportunity here, though, for this, this to finally happen. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about it. Part of me thinks it would be it would be incredible. Now it would be incredible for baseball if the NCAA is smart and allows whatever attendance to be to be. I don't know if you heard. Speaking of Dan McConnell, his his comments uh, from t- uh, from Tuesday night. I did. He was he was angry. Yeah, that was anger from him talking about I'm ready to to get fans back to the ballpark. I I I, I mean if you if you have a state Ole Miss super regional. And you can't put but fifty percent. You are just cheating the sport at that point. What's well, dumb? I mean, you've had yeah. you've had full crowds now for two months or yeah. whatever, and then all of a sudden in June you're going to say this nope. one. These two weekends we can't have it. You know, it's just, it what it the is. NCAA should have done, in my opinion, and I'm not Mark Emmert, but if I was, thank I God would, you aren't. I wouldn't have you on the spot. I would defer to whatever state governments have. Your decided. state and local regula- regulations should hold. Yes. So the state. I, of I don't understand, and, and I mean that passes. The, you're not at blame for anything at that point. Right. You're saying right. whatever the state. I mean, it's what you're doing now, for right. goodness sake. I don't understand what the problem is with continuing this is what to the do NCAA what is. you've done. It is a never-ending pile of hypocrisy. It is. They just make up. It's like who, whose line it is, is it anyway? The rules are made up, and the points don't matter. They, they just they just do whatever they want, and nobody can question them. So, hopefully, that will not be the case. I'll be honest with you. Either way, though, Ole Miss is one thing. Louisiana Tech is that is a tough. They're a tough out. If they come to Starkville, that's tough. Who else in the? Well, co- I mean, if Tulane comes to Starkville, that's tough. They've already beat you once, and they could have. Let me ask you. Could you should have won the series. I I don't know. Does anybody else in the country have a win over Arkansas and Ole Miss? Because Louisiana Tech does. Vandy hasn't played either one of those schools yet. They don't play Arkansas. State didn't beat Arkansas. No. Uh, Alabama didn't beat Ole Miss. Auburn didn't beat Ole Miss. LSU. LSU has a win over both. You're right. That's about it, though. I mean, good it's, a, it's a short list. That may, a, that may be the list. and it may. I'm probably, uh, Texas A&M, Ole Miss hasn't played them yet. They got one from Arkansas. So if Ole Miss sweeps them this weekend, they would not be on that list. So if you, I think you're correct. I think the only two teams that can say we've beaten them both is, is Louisiana Tech and LSU. That's crazy. So yeah, has Florida beaten Arkansas? Florida played Arkansas? 
No, they play them later in the season. Okay. So they could add to that list. Very interesting. Uh, did you see the uh, the Ole Miss Arkansas State score? The it same was like fifteen twelve. It was it? the same thing that happened here. Arkansas or Ole Miss got out, Ole Miss was trailing early, got out to a big lead, and then Arkansas just kept Arkansas State was chipping away. <laughs> I was talking to Richard, so this would have been Wednesday morning to put the timeline in order. And he's, I was like, "Did did y'all win the game?" The last I saw was Tuesday it. morning because today's Wednesday. No, I was talking to. Oh, you were talking, talking this morning. Oh, okay, I was talking about like before. Because I, I asked him, I was like, "Did y'all win the game?" The last I saw, it was two nothing. He's like, "Oh my god, it was the ugliest game." And I was like, "Yeah, that's the same thing that happened when State played him." He's like, he had forgotten. He's like, "Oh right, that was Arkansas State that y'all played." It. So evidently, they just had that's just their their way they play baseball up there. At least in the Magnolia State. Yeah, when Tommy I mean. don't don't ever count Tommy Raffo out. Just he's not going to win, but he'll play the game at least. Just looking around the uh, these projections, uh, I think Vanderbilt's lost to Louisville. If I'm correct, it looks like the, uh, the the Baseball America came in after that. So I don't know if that affected that that or not. But they've got TCU as the two seed uh, nationally, whereas D1, which came out on Tuesday morning, has uh, Vanderbilt as the two seed. Arkansas is obviously the one seed. Uh, so we've got Arkansas, Baseball America has Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. Tennessee is the seven seed. Oxford, Ole Miss is the nine seed. Uh, Gainesville is the 13 seed. So if I'm looking at this right, at that is that six, six SEC hosts. I think so. Yeah, yeah, six, six, six of the top sixteen SEC hosts, and then also in the uh, tournament, Carolina, South Carolina is a two seed in Charlotte. Um, Alabama is a three seed in Lubbock. Um, Georgia is a three seed in Greenville in the East Carolina regional, and I believe that's going to be it. Kentucky's not in. I know they've been bad in the conference, but they have some decent out of conference. I thought they might. Man, they started like five and zero in the conference, didn't they? Yeah, or like five. Their first two series were five and one, and they got swept by Mississippi State. It's gonna be fun. You know, I I know that. I know that. You know, it's it's thrown off and everything. It's out of whack, shall we say? But it's still gonna be awesome. You know, we got the uh, the message today that we we booked our rooms in Hoover, and I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to go over there. Yeah, it really there really is something to the whole didn't get to do it last year, so don't take it for granted this go around. I hadn't thing. really even considered that either. I was just talking about it's gonna be fun because it's it's postseason baseball and it's it's time to start getting fired up for it. Well, and for then, me, I was I just remember how disappointed I was that none of this happened last year. I mean, this is it, it's probably not too far of a stretch to say that. And look, I wasn't alone here. This isn't some kind of poor old Joel thing here, but. With all that was going on in the world and how big of a role like baseball played in plays into my psyche because it's like a it's like a cleansing of the mind when I get to just watch and enjoy baseball whether it's Mississippi State or whether it's the Braves or whatever and then to kind of have all that taken away at a time where it seemed like the world was falling apart there for three or four months yeah like it, it kind of was kind of wore on my brain a little bit there last year so this year to see it all happening as normal for the most part this MLB everything yeah. It's, it's just a breath of fresh I, air. I, I am of the opinion now, if we're, we're, we're going to go down this road a little bit, I feel like we're as back to normal as we might ever get. I think they, I think we might see people wearing masks the rest of their Off days. Off and on, yeah. Yeah, just because... Just I'm, and I'm, I told you, I, I might be one of them, because I like not getting sick, and it's been helping me. I feel like it. I mean, that's the only explanation I have. I normally... You know me. I always get sick when it gets cold. Sometimes I get like a summer. I haven't had. Yeah. One. Spoiler alert for those of you that aren't in the Super Talk Studios, which is all of you. Uh, usually, over the course of a year, there 
are about uh, about a quarter of our shows. We have a humongous bag of Hall's cough drops yeah, sitting on sitting this table, here, and I just chain us. smoke them. Yeah, and I hadn't seen that bag in months. It's in my, it's in my bag, but I, I just keep it there. Yeah, and I think you're going to still see some. You know, I don't know about limited capacity because people want to make money, but I I just think there could still be some like some social distancing here and there throughout for the next you know however long. But I feel like right now, like when I when I go out, I don't feel like we're living in pandemic times anymore. And hopefully the NCA will make the right decision. I'll be yeah. honest with you, too. Like the whole mask thing mm-hmm. in the cold and football press boxes, that was kind of nice. It was not bad, yeah. <laughs> it kind of kept, kept your face bad. warm a little bit. Yeah. So now I, don't, I like yeah. being back to normal. Super regional or something when it's 105 I'm degrees. I'm not wearing a mask up yeah. there. I was going to tell you. Yeah, it's, it's not. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I, I do agree with the idea that like, there has to be a reward for being vaccinated. And that reward is you don't have to wear the mask. No one cared who I was till I put the mask on. <laughs> so. so, there you go. So yeah, I think state is right now. I think state is the four. I don't think they're the five. I think they're the four. I think that I think it's going to go feels like that, and it feels like they take care of business. Depending on what happens ahead of them, I mean, they could jump up to three or two. You want to? You want a hot take? Yeah, they could jump up to one. Well, I, that would take Arkansas. No, falling off the wagon. Not even falling off the wagon. If Arkansas, if State wins the SEC, or I mean Arkansas, if State, let's play a fun game. State's one game out, right? Mm-hmm. If Arkansas loses a game in each of its final series, which I believe are Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida, so they could Very easily they, lose three games in three series. Yeah, and State goes seven and two. No, not seven. No, two. seven. They, they, they need to go eight. They have to go eight and one. one. That's right. Which is again a feasible thing. And State's the SEC champion. How is Arkansas number one? I mean, I understand they beat them three games, but I've really bought into the Lamonis idea of don't worry it's about... It's a 30-game series. Don't worry about series, worry about games. <laughs> so, I mean, if that's the case, though, I mean, there's a, there's, a cha- there's, a, there's a case to be made to make Mississippi State the one seed if they play out the season the way they should. I kind of want to see that at this point. Like, I, I, I mean, obviously, everybody wants... Everybody listening to this show, for the most part, except those, you know, the friends from Oxford... Hey, guys. Uh, ...wants State to win the SEC, but... For for just craziness purposes, I, I want to see what the committee decides if State wins the SEC mm-hmm. and they're only a game ahead of an Arkansas team that swept them in Starkville. Right. I, I'd like to see how they how they. It'd be an interesting way to pan that out for sure. All right, so we we do this, I guess every week or two now. Mm-hmm. Vandy and Arkansas are the field. Oh, it's, you still feeling Vandy and Arkansas? It's more to win Ar- it all. It's more Arkansas or the field now. Vandy's been exposed a little bit. I'm feeling good about my pick of the field. The f- the field is a much stronger favorite than it was to, uh, a week ago. I mean, Leiter is now lost. I think two decisions in a row. State broke. Uh, to be fair, Tennessee probably broke. He, he kind of struggled the week before State. Exactly. I feel like people have figured out Leiter a little bit now. Rocker is still a monster, but Leiter, you know. But the, the other th- the other side of that though is you know he's talented. Oh, I was going to say he could easily flip back. Yeah, that's what. If my team picked either one of those guys in the draft, I would be thrilled. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you got if you pick up a Jack Leiter, you're you're fine. This would be a fantastic year to have the second pick. Yeah, because you can't go wrong. Yeah, just pick the one that they don't. Whoever they don't take. Yeah, you oh you took Leiter, we'll take Rocker. You took Rocker, we'll take Leiter. And, and you, you just feel, ride with you it. You feel perfectly fine about that. Let's move on over to football. I was at Welcome Home Beef earlier today, picking up some stuff uh, for the weekend. I've got two meals to to create this weekend. Obviously, we have Nueve de Mayo on on Saturday, which is going to be fun. Uh, and but then also my wife was like, I want a steak, so I picked up a couple of big ribeyes from Welcome Home Beef, and man, the coolers are full. 
of great stuff. A lot of cool stuff up in there. And not just not just beef. I've, I've said it many times. You can get a whole rack of lamb right now at Welcome Home Beef. They got double cut pork chops at Welcome Home Beef. They also had this other thing there. I don't know. I, 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 was, I thought about it for a second. Cinnamon roll pork rinds. So like pork rinds. Kind of sweet and salty? Like sweet. Uh, yeah. I'd be all in on I don't, that. I'm not sure. I think that might be delicious. I might have to go back and get a bag. Just like... Because, you know, you think about popcorn, I mean, right? I was going to say, it's kind of like caramel like popcorn. Caramel corn, yeah. yeah. So I think it, like, that, might be, that might be good. I might have to go back up there later today and buy, and buy a bag of those. Um, and you should be doing the same thing, too. When you're cooking out, you want to put Welcome Home Beef products on the grill because they're the best you can get. Grain-fed, locally sourced beef, Mississippi companies doing business with Mississippians, doing business with Mississippi State. You know, they, 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 they are the ones out there processing. The steaks, when they get cut, they, they're getting cut at Mississippi State. So that's, you know, a beneficial uh, relationship there. So call Welcome Home Beef today. Put something on the grill that your whole family is going to love. 662-268-8148. Or visit them at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. I was at Two Brothers earlier today as well. I, I was a busy man on a, on a Wednesday. I mean, between you and I, we, we get to most of these sponsors, it seems like, pretty frequently. You know? Yeah. Was happy to, to. The main reason I was going to Two Brothers is they were renewing with us. They were very happy with our relationship, and that's great to hear. That makes well, me happy. I'm happy with them having being. When I like, they're happy. I'm happy, and when I like, I'm happy, they're I like happy them being our, our our sponsor because I was going to talk good about them anyway. So I might as well get a little little cash from it, right? Get a little money, if you will, fifty thousand dollars. Put it on the line, Magnum TA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but man, Two Brothers, I could. I almost had to sit down and eat lunch. It just smells so good in there. The meats, the smoke, the delicious food, and man, the people in there always so friendly whenever you go. So if you have if you're coming to Starville and Two Brothers isn't on your, your list of to do things, well you need to reevaluate your choices because that is the place to go. Hit them up at six twenty one University Drive, which is a real address, by the way. I want to let everybody know that, in case you've ever wondered. And <laughs> I was there today. And uh yeah, you can't. You shouldn't miss out on Two Brothers Smoked Meat, Smoked Southern Soul Food in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business System says, hey, we've got you taken care of. They've got everything your business needs to thrive. A catalog and a supply of services, software, products, whatever it is your business needs to keep profits high and problems low. But also they pack it up with the kind of customer service you want from a local business. They treat you like a neighbor. They treat you like your, their fellow Mississippians. And that's what they've been doing for 46 years here in the Magnolia State. Lots of businesses are on the roll that have, of, of, of people who have come to Advantage Business Systems with problems and gotten those problems solved and maximized their profits, and you need to be the next one. If you are a business owner, you are doing yourself a disservice if you haven't called Advantage Business Systems yet. Call them today at 601 362 9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Safeties. That's where we are on the positional breakdowns. A lot of guys here. A lot of guys. But is there a star, Joel? Is there a guy right now that I say, hey, Fred Peters and uh, Sean Preston and C.J. Morgan and Jalen Green. I was going to say... Does it? It kind of feels like Jalen Green. See, maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm overshadowed by his prospect ranking out that's, of high school. I think that's part of it. I just feel like there's a lot of potential there. Well, when we saw him this spring, he was around the ball a lot. And if, if you're saying, "What do I want out of a safety?" Around the ball is what I'm thinking. All right, I want him, you know, attacking the line of scrimmage. I want when the ball is in the air, he's coming after it. 
your safeties are your guys who make you know who make the big plays. Picks from corners, that's one thing. If you're getting interceptions from your safeties, that's where you're potentially making game-changing plays. You know, it's one thing to challenge Forbes or Emerson. Most people aren't going to do it. They're going to chase the middle of the field. They're going to try to get you in the middle. That's where the safeties are. Fred Peters coming back will be big for Mississippi State. I think C.J. Morgan coming back. I don't know how much he provides in terms of, of talent. He's not. He is not the most talented guy, but he's a great leader, and I know he plays really, really hard. Um, you've got Sean Preston, who Sean Preston. I feel bad for. He's a guy who had a pretty good season, and everybody remembers a couple. But of that plays. bowl game, yeah. it was so bad. And I, I don't. I, I to this day, and they've never said. I don't think. But there's no way you'll convince me he was 100 percent playing that game. He was injured in some way. I just refuse to believe otherwise because he played the worst game of his life. So you've just got all these these guys here, but is this you know we talked about the cornerbacks last week, and you're just like, there's stars there. Is there is there a potential star there? We've said Jalen Green. What about Fred Peters? Who when he was recruited, a lot of people said like, a lot of people said he could be maybe a, sort of a Jonathan Abram type. He hasn't really delivered on that yet, but it's shown some flashes. And I think I've said in the past. I mean, you, you've had now. A couple of different coaching staffs that have heaped praise upon Fred Peters. Yeah, uh, Bob Shoup used to just load Fred Peters with praise, yeah. and then this staff too. Um, they, they they seemingly love him, and he obviously got hurt last year. But I mean, when you have two different sets of coaching staffs, a bunch of different eyeballs that have looked at the same player and saw a bunch of potential in him, then yeah, you know who am I? Is just a mid thirty sports writer to say he can't be a star whenever a couple of different coaching staffs have looked at him and said, that dude's really good. So, yeah, Fred Peters is certainly a, a, a possibility. You mentioned all the guys, and I guess that's kind of where I think you have to think that State has enough bodies there. And it's not just bodies. You know, this ain't garbage. These are talented guys. You've got to think there's enough there. I don't know who it's going to be, but they're going to figure out a rotation or something that's going to be pretty darn successful, I think. Well, I mean, shoot, you saw what Zach Arnett did last year with what yeah. we thought was... Because last year, coming into the year, we kind of did think that this secondary was not good at all. And yeah. the, and they made chicken salad out of chicken, you know, yeah. there for a long time. It comes out of the chicken's ass. <laughs> so, I mean, and now we feel better about the talent... So yeah. you got to think if they can do what they did last year with what they had last year, mm-hmm. you got to think this year's even better. And we really haven't really talked about London Craft. Yeah, who was a walk on was was, and all these better guys, than serviceable. All these guys got tested by fire a year ago. Yeah. I mean, there's something to just having done it. Yeah, and now they have Colin Duncan, who was good. I thought he was good. Yeah, a season ago, and then you've got two young guys who haven't really made their mark yet. That I'm interested to see what happens. Janari Dean. And J.P. Purvis. Purvis, both of them out with injury last year. Purvis, of course, was in that car wreck uh, right after signing well, Purvis day. Purvis was, he was in the linebacker room during spring, I believe. Was he? Yes. Is that official? So they moved him? Uh, during spring, he was playing backer. Yeah. Okay. Well, then well then cross him off then. <laughs> Janari Dean? Uh, that's a guy, I think they talked to him, you know, he was an early enrollee that could make an impact early, but he got hurt. You know, was a terrific athlete at South Panola High School. Um, I feel like he can make a, a, a. There's just so many guys I feel are going to make a contribution. I don't know who the superstar is. I don't know who the leader of this group is. You said pick one guy out of this. I, I honestly might take Colin Duncan. I think he's just solid. But I don't know if there's a superstar. There's there's not a Jonathan Abram in here 
There's not a. I'm trying to think of some some other safeties MSU has had. Mark McLaurin. Mark McLaurin. Well, even you know Mark McLaurin. There could be a Mark McLaurin in here. Yeah. You know, you're in pretty darn, you're in pretty darn good shape. Oh, yeah. if there is. Yeah, but I don't know. There's just a guy that you know you fear. You know, I think from in terms of like gives me something in the run game. I think that's going to be Sean Preston. But in terms of covering passes, I like Colin Duncan. But again, I feel like there's a lot of pieces here to move around. You can you can you can change things around. You, you're not locked into anything. If you, hey, it's third and two. Let's get Preston and uh, and Craft uh, out there. You know, it's third and twelve. Let's get Green and Duncan out there. You got some 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 guys you can move around. A lot of pieces. I think I think this is a good group, but I don't know how high the ceiling is. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like I'm cutting them down. I'm trying not to. I'm not saying this is not a good group of players. I don't want to hear about how much I hate Colin Duncan for the next couple of years. Well, it's just hard to sit here and say, "Oh, it's going to be a dominant group." When, like, like right. we're sitting here right now trying to figure out who the star is. They're just—it's a group where I could really see the sum of the parts. You know, the old saying, yeah. being, being greater than any. The sum of the parts greater than whatever I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say because I'm a dummy. But you know what I'm trying to say. I can never get that saying right. It's the the some usually it's it's the bad way. It's the some of the parts are less than the whole. Yes, and you're, that's because you're saying you've got good players, but they're not playing well. Yes, this is a situation where the sum of the part the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yes, like you don't have a superstar here, but when these guys play together and they work together, they can uh, they can achieve good things. And it, it it does not hurt to have Martin Emerson and Emmanuel Forbes taking care of some business on the outside for you. So, I'm interested to see this group. You know, that Jason Washington and Tony Hughes, they got a lot to work with. And especially with Hughes, I, that's a guy I trust. So, they'll, they'll have the right guys out there. But there's going to be series where, like, remember 1A, 1B? Yeah. They, they, you could have that with the safeties. I don't think you'll have it all over the field. But there's going to be s- series where you got three guys out there, and then the next series, it's another three guys. Yeah. You know, it's just about keeping that drop off. And really, as we sit here today in May... You don't feel that bad, regardless of which three. Right. Out if there. I tell you it's you know Peters, Preston, and Duncan, or if I tell you it's Green, Morgan, and uh, and Kraft, you're fine. You, yeah. you, you, they'll make it work. So interesting stuff. We'll do special teams next week, and then we'll be done. We'll be done with our position. And then we'll just sit here and twiddle our thumbs until September. No, we're probably if I have to look, only like a couple weeks away from starting up some opponent previews and conference previews and things of that nature. I know that, Brian. Do you? I do. Great. I'm glad you know it. You remember that. All right. Tomorrow's show, we're looking at Mississippi State versus uh, South Carolina. Big baseball series for the Bulldogs. If they can win this series, man, talk about locked into everything you want to do. In the postseason, that's what's going to happen. So we'll, we'll preview that tomorrow. We'll get a good look at the Gamecocks and how the Bulldogs will attack them. Until then, though, for Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.